0: All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here, along with my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal?
1: Sal, what's happening? What's going on, buddy? You
0: guys are giving out free picks on extrapoints.com every single day. I thought it was going to be too much. Maybe I know it's a pain in the ass. Jim has to post these. These are late. He'll producer Jim. Bri is going stronger than that. Bri can't he's given like two a day. This is crazy, right? <laughs> on the weekend. He's like, well, I like this, but I like this. I like this. Uh, but I think only <laughs> the parlay kid is uh above water for the last couple of weeks,
2: right? Parlay kid. Yeah, I've been uh well, it helps when you hit uh, you know, close to a 5 to 1 parlay Woo! as I did this week uh with you know so I love to parlay those quarterback uh over props like one and a half touchdowns. So I had Mayfield, I had Lamar Jackson and I had uh Minshew this week uh added up to a nice uh plus uh basically 5 to 1 uh parlay right there. There so, you go. You could do it, all that it, on Hit it gets me above water. Uh, you know, now I'm uh, I'm making money now. Making money.
0: Beautiful. And you can do all that on FanDuel, those par- parlay, all those quarterback props and everything. Harry, who was bragging for the longest time, haven't heard a word out of him, which means
1: <laughs> without looking, I'm going to guess you're like two, two and seven or something. In your last nine. Does that sound right? That sounds right. But when you're like twenty nine and eleven after your last forty, you know, you're going to cool off a little bit. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: OK. <laughs> I knew I knew we'd get some bragging in there somewhere. <laughs> um, hey, uh, and then, oh, but Paula Kid, you're not done there. Not just all uh, the free picks on the site right here on Against All Odds. You gave out a winner. What was that? Was that like five to one or more?
2: It was like basically six to one, Sal. Uh, uh, yeah. I gave out an, an over. You jumped on it with me last week. Yes. Uh, so we had over in the Cowboys game. We had over in uh, the, the one that came down to the wire was the, uh, the Bills and Raiders game uh, went over as well. And mm-hmm. uh, I forget the other one, but it was a winner that uh, that's basically, I think it was plus 590. So basically six to one. Overs so a are a great Sunday yeah. uh, for me in terms of parlays.
0: Both games went under last night. Am I right? They had to have gone under. That's it, correct. Right? Right. And yep. got, but, but seven, three and one Sunday, the overs. I don't think Vegas has adjusted. You're kind of crazy to take an under on any of these. Partly, uh, Brother Brian, we always talk about betting under on the player props and everything, but unless there's an injury, my God, these guys are going off big time. We're going to talk about the uh, six NFL games that jump out at us this week. We're going to pick the best division value through the first quarter of the season. Division odds are up. We'll talk Oklahoma, Texas, Red River Showdown, River Bowl Casino, Sharp Tank, NBA Finals, of course, game four tonight. We're not going to bury that. But well, let's start off with a segment called Bed Aches. It's brought to you by Prop Swap. We're going to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment. Yes, I said it. We hate to call bed aches.
1: When a bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick. It's a bed ache. <laughs> ache. It's a bed It's a bed ache.
0: You know what this reminds me of? Remember Press Your Luck and um, the dumb whammy would come up and yes. it, would, it would start singing a song and everybody with the yeah. contestant contestant who had $13,000 and went bankrupt was forced to, like, dance with a <laughs> dumb cartoon. This is kind of what we're doing here. We're going to go over everything we did wrong this weekend, all the, all the pitfalls of sports gambling and how they hit you hard this weekend. Let's start with you, Brother Brian. It's a game I think we're going to be talking about a lot today in this hour.
3: Uh, yeah. Um, I don't, I really don't even want to talk about it. It's really disgusting. Uh, so I had, I had the Cowboys, um, on say no more. I had the Cowboys on like six or seven different bets. Um, (laughs) but the crazy thing was I ended up, I've fallen in love with these like four team 13 point teasers. So I had the Cowboys getting nine and a half, literally on five different bets. And I had a lot of money on it. Um, so obviously in that game, it wasn't looking great at first, but they cut the lead to three with four under four minutes left. Right. But at that point in time, right. They decide to do that squib onside kick that gives the Browns the ball at like the 50 yard line. Uh, then Beckham gets that. Well, I mean, at that point in time, what do you think the the Browns are covering nine and a half at that point? Like eight, what?
0: When the Browns got the onside kick down yeah,
3: three. Yeah. yeah. Or even after the Cowboys scored to, to go down, to go down three. Right. right? At that point. I think are good. Like, I think you're I'm good. Right. Good. I need one or yeah. two, one or two first downs. The game's over. I'm assuming the Cowboys are getting it back with the chance to win. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you know, Beckham has a chance to lose like 15 yards, but he breaks mm. it. He scores. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the two point, co- the uh, kick that <laughs> led to a two point conversion. That also that didn't fun. help because there was an offsides there, whatever. So then, Now, Dak is driving the ball down the field. Um, They have first and goal from the eight-yard line. All right, I'm like, all right, they're going to score. They're just going to give up an easy touchdown here. Um, Cooper half-asses the route. The ball gets picked off. I am going crazy because literally now this is one of the biggest swings I've ever had in my gambling life in terms of if the the Cowboys cover this Mm. nine and a half, I am in great shape, Um, and I am just praying to God no interception. It gets picked off. I I am just going crazy. I'm so disgusted. Uh, but God, uh, they they cost me so much money. And if they would have won I that game, I would have won a ton of money. But I don't yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't, I just assume you know, I assume they weren't going to get killed that game. I uh.
0: I was thinking about like texting how much it saved in terms of like spackling and walls and stuff. Where we used to be able to punch walls, <laughs> uh, our first instinct is is to text our friends. Our our misery and our our thumbs right. are you know working on the phones rather than uh, you know setting up for a big uh, uh, overhand right <laughs> that you're gonna have to fix <laughs> later on in the day. All right, Parlay Kid, yeah, that was terrible, and we'll talk about the co- Cowboys later. What is
2: your betting? Well, so you were just talking about uh, these player props, right? So we mm. we have a, a lot of uh, player props we do uh, for the season, and, and now starting to do individual game player props. Uh, and it just seems like lately when I'm doing these individual player props, uh, my we talked about the season-long injuries, but it's happening to me now during the games, right? There's been so many injuries. I had Eckler this week. Uh, I had Julio Jones last night to go over a certain amount of yards. Eckler to go over a certain amount of yards. Uh, Julio Jones, I don't think, made it out of the locker room after the first half. Mm. Eckler was out within uh, a couple, a drive or two the other day. And it seems to be continually happening. I had McCaffrey a few weeks ago when he got hurt on a player prop. He was like three yards away from going over. He gets hurt. So we always talked about going unders, right, for these season-long player Mm -hmm. props. But it's almost starting to think that even in-game, should we be going under because of the amount of injuries, with the exception of maybe the quarterback props. But it seems like these players, these running backs and receivers are going down like flies. And then, yeah. even like a Mike Evans this week, right for Tampa, he's out of the game, right? He comes out, then he's back in. But you know, you're saying, "Oh my gosh, I I had him too, when he happened to go over. I had Josh Allen too. I thought Josh Allen was done uh, for mm-hmm. the game, right? He gets uh, hurt in that Raiders game, and he comes back, thank goodness. But I just feel like it's it's always such a a, a fine line now between these guys staying yeah. in a game and 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 not. So that's hurt me. I did have some success on the props this week, but I am losing on a lot of those as well.
0: Yeah, be careful with the player. Try not to pick guys who are going to get injured. I think is <laughs> that's what the Parlay kid is saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is weird. I think I had Chris Carson on something a couple of weeks ago. It's like, right. oh, this platoon with Carlos Hyde. Like, what? This platoon? What? What, what is this coming from? He comes in and out. Uh, it's uh, these offenses are more and more unpredictable. Except that there do, does seem to be a lot of points going, all right, Harry hit us with your bed ache on a NASCAR race that no one, uh, listening cared about.
1: Yeah. Listen, <laughs> the NASCAR race on Sunday, I needed, I, I was really confident too, about this three team parlay that uh-huh. I did have. And I, and you know, obviously I'm watching the football games and whatever. And I'm, I just figured, all right, the race is 25 laps in probably, uh, I'll take a look and just see what the leaderboard is. And I, and they're going through the leaderboard and I've got, uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. at minus mm. 130 at minus 130 on a on a matchup against Kyle Busch. And I'm looking and I'm like, where is Stenhouse? Where is Stenhouse? This lap? This race is 25 laps in. I see the very end. He's already wrecked. I mean, honestly, I mean, wrecked. And he's <laughs> actually good in this in, on at Talladega. Your buddy uh, Todd Furman warned me about Talladega says he never bets it because anything can happen. I look at first 25 laps in and he's already done for the race. Right. Top. I'm sorry. I mean, honestly. And then also, <laughs> just... you know, also yesterday. So that was that sucked because you don't even you don't even It's like thro- really throwing money down the toilet, you know, honestly. But also I had the Dolphins on three parlays plus seven and a half. And I know Todd mentioned this yesterday, too, on your show, Fox Bet Live. But honestly, when you're at the third, when you're, get, you're at home, Seattle has the ball to 37 with 19 seconds left. Can you give up a field goal? Sure, you can. But you can't All give right. up a touchdown. All and right. They give up the touchdown and plus seven and a half. They lose by eight. That's more like it,
0: Harry. Not about cars wrecking, that you know, like, well, I, we get it. Cars wreck at NASCAR, it, it happens. <laughs> Players get uh, my wife sent me out for milk, and I got a fender bender. And you just can't count on anyone getting running an errand anymore. Like, I don't <laughs> know.
1: 25 laps in, they're, they're just jaunt. They're just basically All right. putting around. that. Well,
3: they're going really fast, Harry. They did That's you a favor, yeah. Harry. Yeah, did yeah. You but a favor. why? Yeah, why? God, yeah, we're, we're we're getting NASCAR texts on a Sunday with football. Oh it's, it's, ridiculous. Hey, can I, can I, it's ridiculous. So can I
1: say one I'm thing. keeping. Sal I'm, Sal, I'm keeping you off those. By the way, you should be <laughs> hey, thankful. Here's Thank a, here's a. Uh, it's it's
2: not a bed ache, but here's another issue I have right. Now, I'm pretty sure Harry's worn that shirt since our last podcast. What is going on uh, I'm here? Pretty untrue. True. Listen, untrue. He's, he's done three untrue. videos in that same shirt uh, this week. Wait, and Harry, move your shirt on the move podcast. Your, move your week. microphone for a
1: second. It's that bunny, right? Is that a bunny? <laughs> Time out. It's a psycho bunny, but this is a blue shirt. I've been wearing black. The psycho. Can you guys
2: help me out? I'm pretty sure I've seen that same shirt all uh, week This is long.
1: blue. The other ones were black, and I have about five of them. The
0: last three times I've seen Harry, he's been in that shirt, I think. Really, I think so. This is blue. They've all been right. black. Okay, good. All right, that's your color lesson. See, not not all bed aches. We get a lesson in colors and everything else we figure out. Hey, bed aches was brought to you by Prop Swap, our friends at Prop Swap, where America <laughs> buys and sells sports bets smart sports bettors always know where to find the best odds before placing a bet and that's why smart bettors use prop swap you could always find the best odds on prop swap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself see a ticket you like you think the price is too high submit a bid for a price you think is fair and then buy it and for a limited time our listeners here at against the Odds can get up to 500 dollars in bonus cash just use the promo code odds That's promo code ODDS and PropSwap will match your first deposit up to $500. Become a smarter sports better today. Go to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. Uh, I was presented with one. uh, It originated from a FanDuel casino from PropSwap. They're like, hey, this is the Lakers to win the title. Do you want it? I should have taken it. Although I guess the odds right now up two to one, Brother Briar, about the same as they were at even, right? No, I think they're worse now, right? They're minus 1,500. Yeah. 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 Shit. Yeah. I should have jumped on it. What the hell's wrong with me? Anyway, wait.
3: Wait, what were, prop- were the odds that you got on that on the no, props was, on the props swap? It, it was offered it, it was a,
0: it was better than um what it would have been to start yeah. the series, which was what? 2 uh, no, it was uh 340 or something, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. that 320. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, now it's crazy. Now it's now you have to weigh 1500, I think, yeah, right? It's, yeah, it's nuts. Anyway, go to prop swap. They're constantly offering you deals and you just you just got to take them. That's how it goes. Um, Oh, I made a parlay. You mentioned Todd Furman, um, Harry. I made a parlay last week through Todd Furman. He put it in. Um, We thought it would be good because never again, hopefully, will we see college football, hockey, basketball, baseball, and uh, NFL. And he's like, why don't we put a parlay together just to have a memento? Well, I did it. He went five for five, so he can't cash his ticket. He can't take advantage of the momentum. I get to keep my ticket because I went 0 for 5, and I put $20.20 20 on it, which is perfect for 2020. I had the Ravens over the Chiefs and South Carolina over Florida. I had the Stars over Dallas. What was that, game 6, I guess, whenever they lost. uh game 5? Was it 6 or 5? I can't remember. Uh, the Indians over the Yankees, that got crushed. That, game, that was game 1. And then the Heat, I believe that was game 1 over the Lakers, 0 for 5, 2020 <laughs> parlay. God bless. Um, let's go over NFL numbers here. Harry, Thursday night, Bucks visit Chicago to play the Bears. Tampa Bay, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. 44 is the over-under. I know you look at these things. This is Fox's first game, first Thursday night game. I'll be doing a pregame comedy bit, uh, shooting it today. So that'll be fun. I'll do the next 11 weeks. They could have, if the Bears had won, they were far from winning against the Colts, but could have had four and zero Bears against Tampa coming to town would have been a little more interesting. I'm going to save my pick for Thursday. Where are you going with this?
1: I'm going to still stay. I'm going to stay with Tom Brady and Tampa Bay here, laying the five and a half on the road. Uh, Bucks defense, 14 sacks so far through four games, eight forced turnovers. Uh, Despite injuries on offense, they're still three and one, atop of the NFC South. Uh, averaging 30 points a game, 43 years old. Brady's got 11 touchdowns. Scotty Miller, of all people, is their leading receiver in yards. And the Bears, like you mentioned, three and one easily could be 0 oh and four. Their plus-minus point differential is only plus four. Uh, quarterback issues, as usual, for the Bears. Trubisky falls. It doesn't matter. They're both shoot, throwing 59 from the 59 uh, in passes. And look, Brady on national television. It's going to put on a show in Chicago. I'm going to take the Bucks, lay the five and a half. Chicago's offense is awful right now.
0: All right. I'll give my pick Thursday on the pregame show. Oh, I loved it. I love when Brady hits Scotty Miller. It, dri- it has to drive the Patriots fans crazy, right? <laughs> like a speedy, speedy white receiver. They must think like, hey, that was your thing with us. It's bad enough you're going to a different team. Now that's your, come on, you did that with us, with Welker and Edelman, all those. This is like taking the new girlfriend to your favorite restaurant that you guys used to go to. Yeah, no, I know it drives Patriots fans crazy, (laughs) which makes me uh, love it that much more. All right, let's move to Sunday. Parlay kid. You know, you guys could take a break, brother, Bri, Harry, (laughs) because we're going to have to, um, sulk here for a while. Giants, Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys, nine and a half point favorite 54. Is the over under? I had a feeling we wouldn't wake up Monday in first place. The Eagles took care of the 49ers. I don't know if it even matters. We'll talk about the visions in a minute. Um, you like me, Parlay Kid. Don't see really uh, any value in taking the the Cowboys laying nine and a half points. I think you're look, thinking like me, not based on our offense because Dak could throw for four or five hundred yards a game, and they certainly have the superstars there to put together points. But this defense is not
2: going to have a game where they only allow thirteen. Right? I don't see that. How that's possible, Sal? Unless. Uh, something dramatically changes. I, I don't t- see uh, how that's possible. But I could tell you this. The Giants defense is pretty uh. darn good. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Thanks. is putting on a knit Giants cap from um, yeah.
0: 1979,
2: yeah. Yeah, I think, it, it, and yeah. sunglasses
0: inexplicably. Been all
2: over, maybe Harry has jinxed the Cowboys because he's been all over the Cowboys this year. Yeah. Uh, and maybe he's really the ultimate jinx. Uh,
1: it's really come to fruition. It, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so look, but the Giants defense is pretty good. They did an excellent job against the Rams this yep. past weekend. They've made some key acquisitions like Blake Martinez and a couple guys mm-hmm. in their secondary. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to put up wow. 35, 40 points against the Giants. I think the Giants will – Jason Garrett's going to try to control the ball. Uh, I, You know, sometimes there's this revenge thing. I have Ugh. a feeling oh, the Giants – Players really going to be playing for Jason Garrett, though, this week. I don't I don't see let's win one for Coach Garrett when we're 0-4, and, and he right. really hasn't brought anything to their franchise either. So mm-hmm. I don't think this is a revenge game, but I think the Giants' defense is good enough. I think Jones, who is a good young quarterback, is good enough to make some plays. He'll make some plays with his legs, some plays with his arms. I think the Cowboys win this game, but I think this 9 and a half is just too much. For a defense that has been as bad as the Cowboys, and I'm yeah. going to be flip flopping a lot on the Cowboys today uh, when Good. we talk about it. But um, I just the nine and a half. I think the Cowboys win the game. They have to win this game. They have a lot more at stake here than the Giants do, as far as I'm concerned. But I think the Giants keep this within that nine and a half.
0: Well, they have. They do have to win this. So when when you say it's a must win for the Cowboys, you're not giving yourself a lot of leeway when they're home they have some fans coming off a loss but nine and a half only all right so i'm looking backwards at it like okay uh worst case scenario maybe for the giants are down 16 and daniel jones is driving the fourth quarter they can get a backdoor cover that way absolutely week. um we also haven't seen the cowboys play a game where they're in the lead and dak
2: isn't throwing every pat every pay at pass uh plays a pass in the right. fourth quarter so yeah the maybe Dallas they have has a Dallas has had, uh, I think, seven minutes of a lead this year in four Unbelievable. games. Unbelievable! Seven yeah. minutes. And They've been up yeah, to seven I, um, minutes. Yep. Really, you
0: can't let this come down to for, for an offense this good. How is every game coming down to if Greg the Leg uh, pulls off an onside kick or not? Like I, I can't, I can't imagine this is the team. But um, I'm with you. I'm taking the nine and a half. Probably should go over because these games are insane. But uh, you like the Giants' defense. You like the Giants. Getting points. I know it sounds stupid to say you don't pressure Daniel Jones. He's going to do well, but I think that is what the Rams did all game, and that's why they hung on the way they did. But I would take the Giants plus nine and a half as well. All right, that wasn't so bad. And by the way, Parlay kid, if there is, I know they're not going to say, hey, let's play for Coach Garrett, but if I see that cutaway of him raising his arms and clapping at the end of the game, I'm not going to be texting you guys. I'm going to use that remote and throw it through the wall and fix the wall later. I, agree. I can't take it. <laughs> Brother Bry, Bills, Titans, it's off the board now, I checked Vandal, but I did see <clears throat> earlier or late last night, I saw minus one for the Bills and 49, these are two teams I hate. I hate the Titans <laughs> because of Clay Travis, I hate the Bills because I proclaim uh, them to um, be okay in the beginning of the year, America's and all team. they do is They're win.
3: America's team at this point. Oh, part. quiet now, with America's <laughs> team. I can't take it.
0: I don't get it, is America's <laughs> team a winner? But the Cowboys are America's team, like a crumbling defense. Like what, what more, what's more about uh, America than that? Um, bills minus one, 49 is the over under. I have to let one of my biases go and I'm taking the bills. I just think they're better. I don't
3: know what we, we're we going to see out of this Titans team. I hasn't really played in, in two weeks. Yeah, so I'm going to, you know what? I'll, I'll go the over here. If if it's going to be at 49, 49, 49 and a half, um, the bills offense has been great you know, 30 plus points in three straight great games. I really, it's weird. Cause I, we thought coming into the season, they'd be a really good defensive team, but I was not as a Raider fan. I was not impressed with their defensive at all. Yes. They forced some key turnovers, but the Raiders could have scored 40 plus points in that game. Um, plus, you know, obviously they've given up points, uh, you know, to the the Rams destroyed them in that second half. Oh, by the way, Derek Carr is sick of losing. Oh, oh, great. Thanks, Derek. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, he's finally sick of losing. I mean, he's got like a, you know, wins 40% of his games. Thank, thanks no picks, Bri, no picks, Brian, no picks. Harry it, it, defends him it, all the time. It, 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 that makes it worse, right, it, Brian? It does, it does, yes. I mean, that's the thing with Carr. I think you talked about it with Simmons. There's, there's just a couple of quarterbacks. Look, the great quarterbacks win regardless Of of how their teams are. Yes, sometimes it's, you know, Rodgers' defense might be bad. They might lose games, but the quarterbacks really win these games. Carr does too many, too many dumb things at important times of the game where he he just misses a Mm -hmm. receiver on third down, throws, you know, fumbles the ball um, or throws. uh, My biggest pet peeve is always these quarterbacks. Dak does it too. It's third and 10, and they're throwing a three yard pass. Um, Right. So that that frustrates the crap out of me. Uh, That being said, Uh, So, again, I was not impressed with the Bills' defense. The Titans' defense, too. Again, I thought coming to the season, the Titans' defense would be good. Wasn't the case, giving up 30 points back-to-back against Mm -hmm. Minshew and Cousins. So, at this point in time, I I feel like that line should probably be in the low 50s. So, I I would probably uh, jump on the over here. All right. It. the over i say the bills brother bryce says the over and the bills titans game off the board
0: like i said now uh, i think they're playing i think they had another um day of negative tests so the facility opens wednesday for tennessee i was hoping they would secede from the league and that would be it <laughs> for them philadelphia pittsburgh barley kid and i are counting on the steelers to take care of business here Seven and a half is the over. I'm sorry. No, that's not the over under. If it was, you have to load (laughs) up on the over. Steelers are seven and a half. The over under is 44. Um, I'm going Philly here. I think they keep it close. I think we're now going to have a couple weeks of them just being nonsensically decent again. I think they lose the game, but I think seven and a half is too much. Pauly kid. You liked it at seven. Now it's seven and a half. Yeah, you still like so, I'll stick
2: with my I'll stick with it at seven and a half. I did like it at seven, but I'll stick with it at seven and a half because the Steelers are in essence coming off like a, a bye week for them, like yeah. an early bye week, right? The Eagles are on a, a short week. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, I know there's really not really too much travel uh, involved here uh for them, but I just think uh that was kind of a a really hard fought game against uh the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I offensively I am just uh, there's nothing to get excited about if you're an Eagles fan on offense. There are times where Car- Carson Wentz's arm just looks shot. Then it comes up with that nice throw deep late in the game to a no-name receiver who n- n- nobody here could name right now. Right. Uh, because that's kind of how their offense is. Miles Sanders has done nothing to wow me. I thought By now, maybe we'd see more Uh, people were taking him in the first round and in in fantasy drafts this year or Mm -hmm. at least early second. He's not really producing. I think the Steelers will have enough. And look, these two teams are kind of similar, right? They both play like a really tough nose defense. They keep games close. I think the Steelers will just have more offense. They'll be fresher. And I think they'll cover the uh, seven and a half here.
0: All right. There you go. All right. We butt heads on that one. I hope you're right. And I hope uh, I'm wrong. Seahawks, Vikings, Seattle. This is a Sunday night game, right? Seven is the uh, spread. 57.5. Is he over under? Is that the highest this year? Or, uh, I mean, Dallas was 57, right? I mean, that's got to be right yeah, around the been, highest. Yeah, yeah, it's been about that. Yeah. 57.5. I don't know. Some of these you can't make high enough. Uh, the Vikings looked good finally last week against Houston. Um poor Bill O'Brien, the Vikings cost him his job. They said that's cost him two jobs. His GM and coach. He is out. Uh Seattle's favored by seven. They keep rolling along. Um, Harry, you like the over in this one.
1: Yeah, Sal. I mean, it's how how can you not in Seattle games? I mean, it's crazy to take under. And plus the Viking Vikings are giving up 31 points a game, and they've scored 30 in uh, three of their three of their four games. Dalvin Cook still looks pretty great running the ball. Seattle's averaging 35 a game. Russell Wilson, 16 touchdowns. And maybe the best duo in uh, NFL right now is D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They've got 700 yards, seven touchdowns combined. These two met last year on Monday Night Football. 67 points were scored. Like I said, it's so hard. It's impossible to take a Seattle game under with that offense. Carson looks great, too. Over 57 and a half uh, for, what'd you say, Sunday night.
0: Yeah, all right. I'm taking Minnesota plus seven. I don't know why. Uh, I think their offense is back. I like that Jefferson kid. I think you know Cousins. Say what you will. He's he's back to above average quarterback right now. And I feel like Seattle is due for a letdown somewhere. They tried to give the game away to Fitzmagic. He just didn't want it. Just couldn't pull the rabbit out of his ass. But uh, they lost. They didn't cover Miami. I think this is the not necessarily a win, but I think Minnesota keeps this close. Take the seven. Points here. And then we have Monday night, brother Bry, Chargers, Saints, the Drew Brees Bowl. Nah, who cares? <laughs> Saints, seven and a half, over <laughs> under is 52. We both like New Orleans. I like watching this Chargers team. I like watching Herbert. I like watching all these rookies. I got into a little text argument with our buddy Alec, who was teaching us about um, how to allocate uh, percentages for salary cap, which um, worked like in 2009 or something. But I don't know. I just think uh, there's so many good quarterbacks now. Damashek talks about it all the time. The position is saturated. When the worst in the league is like a Gardner Minshew or someone like that, like we're doing pretty good in the quarterback department, Brother Bri. We're just quickly speaking on this, I feel like there's three viable options every year come out that could be a starter. It's not like they're adding teams every year. Um, what the hell was my point? Oh, Herbert <laughs> looks good. He was throwing, a, I forgot who we got, but his touchdown passes this week were to guys no one's ever heard of. No one's ever considered drafting um, four weeks ago in fantasy. That said, I think the Saints are ready for a, a blowout.
3: Yeah. Um, Ty, good thing Tyra Taylor, you know, good thing th- that doctor heard him <laughs> there because, uh, yeah, Herbert's look great. I never expected... Uh, Herbert, to play this well, especially this early. I wasn't the biggest fan on him, but he moves his feet well. He throws a great mm-hmm. ball. So he's been awesome. But you're right. These rookies have been great. But that being said, um, the Chargers are still finding themselves losing these close games like they always do. Um, yeah. But I'm not sure. Every every week we look at the injury. like The injury list comes up for the Chargers, and it's like half of their team is out. I was actually shocked. Uh, that they were up 17 against the Bucks this week just because they were literally missing half of that team. Yeah. Um it it it's going to catch up to them where they're just one of these games they're gonna get blown out. I think they this is gonna be the game, especially on a Monday night in New Orleans again, regardless of fans or not. Um, you know, that's the Saints in that second quarter against the Lions is a team we're used to seeing. Plus I think Michael Thomas will likely be back by this Monday. So that being mm-hmm. said, I think they win this game by like 14 to 17 points. All
0: right. Yeah, that the 49ers get credit for having the craziest uh time with the injuries and everything, but yeah, the Chargers are right there. And yeah. is now out for a while and, you know, the defensive side of the ball is just insane with Ingram and uh who am I saying? Not Darris Leonard. Why do I always confuse him? <laughs> <them>? Always confusing. <laughs> well da- the
3: Well they Derwin James, but Durwin James. They yeah. also were missing their two best linemen this week. So it's it's yeah. it's been this way for years for them. They just can't keep anybody healthy. Yeah. On it. I'm trying to think, Bri is, is Carr the worst uh quarterback in the division? Well, the Bron uh God, that's oh, Broncos. The, the, Bro- yeah, the, Broncos. the Broncos the Broncos. Yeah, they they the, one- the Broncos are the the Broncos are the one team. But yeah, no, I I uh, would uh, take Drew lock over
2: car though.
3: You uh, would. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. I don't Interesting. Know. Probably, You'd take uh, Herbert for sure. Right? I, I know Raiders fans probably kill me how much I hate car, but I would, <laughs> we, we need to draft a quarterback. There you go. Uh,
0: all right, let's go to the best of it. We're quarterway through the year. Everyone's got four games. Anyone who passed the COVID, t- I guess the Steelers and Titans don't have four games, right? That's the only team. But let's consider this the quarter point of the year. I don't want to go over MVPs. It just seems crazy to me. It also seems crazy that Aaron Donald isn't in the equation for uh, at the quarter point. Uh, for MVP, but um, let's each pick a division best value for a division winner. Parley, kidding. You and I, I don't want to bore the. Um, I know. I think you're going about this the same way as I am. Yeah. The Cowboys minus 120 to win the division, even though they're not in first place. I'm only looking at schedule when you talk value. Yeah. Home against the Giants, home against the Cardinals. Uh, at
2: Washington. At
0: Washington. And then you got your game at the Eagles. Uh, you know, I, I who the hell knows with this defense, but really should be three and one. Definitely should be two and zero or two and one in the in the next three. And then you got the Eagle schedule uh, at the Steelers home for the Ravens, um, and then home for the Giants. And uh, I don't know. We should pick up a game or two, is what I'm yeah. saying in the next month. And then you're looking at minus two fifty. Are you lo- are you thinking about yeah? It the, same the way? Cowboys
2: have to take advantage of the schedule right now. They have hmm. three straight home games. Obviously, they lost the first one. So mm-hmm. I think they have to bounce back with the win, obviously, against the Giants. That is a must win. Then they're home versus the Cardinals. The Cardinals are not who we thought they were, at least uh, uh, what we've seen out of them the last few weeks. Um, so maybe uh, the, the Cowboys really should be able to win that home game as well as against the Cardinals, although Murray might rush for about 230 yards himself against the Cowboys. Right. They'd be chasing them around. But it's a game they're going to have to win. And then honestly, they should win in Washington. Let's just say, Sal, they win, uh, you know, they go two and one in those games. Okay, and you're sitting at three and four, that might be good <laughs> enough to have the lead in the division. So I'll take them at minus 120. It's basically even odds for at least offensively, the most talented team in the division by far. And it's an offensive league. Mm-hmm. And eventually they should start winning some games. If they look, they they could go. cut down on the turnovers, uh, et cetera. Maybe it's not going to really matter how bad their defense is. If they could just take care of the little things on offense, they just might be too talented Mm -hmm. uh, to not win this division. So minus 120. Let's go with them, Sal. I'm
0: trying to think, Parla, kid, how many times over the last uh, 30 years you and I have taken a segment of the schedule and be like, if we could just win three here, we could just win two. And we, we just, we do it and we do it and we bang our heads against the wall. We'll just never stop doing it. You know what? We're good guys. I don't, I don't, I don't care about, it. we're good. We're not Boiled like Patriots fans. We're not like Patriots fans who trash Tom Brady after, uh, after three drives and then like, oh, look how, and then celebrate like Hench and, uh, and Simmons do. It's disgusting how they do it. And then take, uh, take pride in the out- accolades that uh, Tom Brady is afforded. I, I, I hate it. We, we, uh, we go about it a different way and never get to celebrate. Um <laughs> Brother Brian, you like the Rams?
3: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of that Cowboys bet, I think I, I made that bet last year. I think at the exact same point, the Cowboys win the win the division. Mm-hmm. It didn't. I uh. think I had a lot of money on it. Did not work out well. Uh, but yeah, I'm going go to go the Rams plus three thirty. Uh, the West is coming back to earth a little bit. Uh, the Ra- it's weird. The Rams offense and golf looked bad this weekend. It was it was a weird game. But at plus three thirty, I still think there's value. I'm eliminating the Cardinals. I think I can eliminate at the moment maybe the 49ers, especially just with these injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to be at, looking at the schedules, I think we're going to be at week 10 and the Seattle's maybe 7-1 and one at that point in time. The Rams 6-2 and two at home against the, uh, the the Seahawks with the chance to lead the division. Uh, Seahawks just play too many close games to run away with this division. I feel like this happens a lot. Um, I think they'll come back to earth a little bit. Uh, so I think at plus 330, I thought that was the best value I saw for uh, division odds here. That's pretty good. And the parley kid and
0: I are probably dumb for taking Dallas at minus 120. When you when you think about it, like, well, what do they have to do? They have to beat the Eagles. They have to beat the Eagles late in the season, right, in that game. They have a game against them in three weeks. Brian, you brought it up rams will have to beat seattle one or both of those games when they play but as long yeah. as you're getting plus 330 the only thing i worry about is are we convinced goff is back are we right. i think I, that was a foregone conclusion before last week and yep. then we saw him struggle like oh my god yeah and oh yeah these running backs they <laughs> suck too they do get cam Akers back this week but um yeah you just look at the cooper cup play and you're like why doesn't that happen Not not necessarily yeah. a touchdown every drive but God, that should be third and seven. Should be com- completing that uh, more than often than not. Yeah. All right, Harry, you're going uh, insult to injury here. You're going with the Browns.
1: Yeah, look, uh, AFC North six to one. The Browns are six to one to win the AFC North. Look, the three and one last three weeks: thirty five, thirty four, forty nine points. Beckham and Landry. Uh, they have to be happy now, and they had 307 yards on the ground against Dallas without a running back getting 100 mm. yards. That's insane. Uh, they've got like four running backs. Even though Chubb got hurt, they look all look great. They forced 10 turnovers this year, six being fumbles. Defensive end Miles Garrett has, uh, is a beast. He's got five sacks already. Pittsburgh hasn't been overly impressive in their wins. They've won by 10 five and seven. I don't think Baltimore has looked as good as they did like last year. Uh, I think the key to shutting down Baltimore is shutting down their tight ends. Five of Lamar Jackson's seven passing touchdowns have been to tight ends. Uh, meanwhile, the wide receivers for Cleveland do scare you. I think the Browns, uh, we know what they're capable of wide receiver wise, and they, they've been doing it lately. I think at six to one. It's definitely very good value.
0: It's not bad, six to one. They are they have the loss already to the Ravens, right? So That's true. You absolutely have to beat them in the second game, I would think, to keep that going. Uh, Paul, kid, I saw something where the Cowboys. I don't like passer rating as a number as a you know uh, a metric, but the Cowboys passer rating, the passing rating uh, against the Cowboys is like one twenty nine or something, and Mahomes is like one. 19 or something. Right, right. Just a, something mm-hmm. yes. insane. I hate it. It's disgusting. So many right? yards. I don't know, Harry. I don't know if the Browns have played a team that you could be like, what was their real game? Like, you look at the four games and like, what was, okay, this is most like what this team will be like. Well, they beat up on a couple of crap teams. I'll include my team in there because if you would just want to look offense-wise, but. I don't know. The one they look most like the Browns is probably the loss against the Raiders. Look,
1: the, look, yeah. But the Steelers, they beat the giants by 10. They beat Denver by five. Who's bad at home. And they beat the Texans who were they losing to most of the game by seven.
0: All right. But 10 and seven are decent wins. Why, why are we saying it's not uh, like, all right, yeah. No, no. Six to one's not bad. I'm not going to kill you for six to one on the Browns. Let's go to NBA finals. My God, there's a finals game tonight. We're 40 minutes in. <laughs> we haven't discussed it. It's because football's the best. That's why we do that. <laughs> Lakers minus seven and a half in game four, 218 and a half is the over-under. Man, this is weird. It's a weird series because it's like it's a, it's a every game is different, right? So the Lakers blow out the heat. What was it? Like 1-16-98. First game, and then Bam is out, and Dragic is out, and the Lakers barely cover or push. They win 124-114 in a game that saw the Heat make 31 free throws and the Lakers make 10, but it didn't matter because they dominated the paint so much. Like Anthony Davis, it was a dunk fest. Then game three, still you got Bam, and Dragic out, 115, 104. Jimmy Butler goes crazy. That was the one reason I was like, "Well, they don't have a player. They don't have a Jamal Murray. They don't have a Lillard who could put up 40 or 50." Uh, Parley kid, they did it with Jimmy Butler. Yeah. You were most impressed, and you're right that he didn't hit a three-point. Like this, it's very strange. Like, how often do you see a guy go off for 40 and not hit a three? Like, a, well, forget about, not hit,
2: who? forget about yeah. not hitting a three, Sal. Not he shooting. didn't take a three, right? So right. he score, drops 40 without taking a three that was an old school performance pulled Mm -hmm. off by Jimmy Butler I think we could all appreciate it that being said I think that's going to be the one win the heat get in this series Mm. um I you know I had them in six on this show I took the uh, Lakers to win in six uh as the exact amount so I'd love to see the heat win a game here I think uh the Lakers come out uh LeBron was really a, a big baby uh the other day walking off the floor but I do think he's angry and I think mm-hmm. he's going to step up with a huge performance tonight. Davis will have a much better uh hopefully uh for his sake a more a foul free uh yeah. performance from himself. Uh I think you know Miami will have a little bit of a letdown. Butler I don't see having another 40 point game. Um I'm not sure who else is going to step up uh, in right. that place, so I think the Lakers get this. They cover the seven and a half, uh, and I actually uh, think they close this out within the next two games.
0: Yeah, I think on uh, FanDuel, Lakers in five is minus one fifty, so that's the favored result out of all out of all the uh, you know specific game scenarios. Um, Parlay kid, I'll I'll jump in here because I'm I'm jumping on what you said. LeBron looked mad. He left the court early. Uh, I think it fuels him. I don't know. I You know, y- you wait for him to get mad. He's like, where's my 40-point game? I think it's coming. I like him mm-hmm. plus 160 to be the top scorer tonight. You could also take him plus 118 on FanDuel to have more points than Anthony Davis. I don't think this comes down to the end. I know Anthony Davis should get some easy points again, uh, but I like LeBron at plus 160 to be the top scorer. I don't I see do. Jimmy Butler doing it again. Brian, are they talking about Bam? These guys are still doubtful.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't heard the latest on Bam, but I I I don't know. I felt like we would have heard if he was playing, you know, mm-hmm. by by now. I don't know. Yeah, you like uh, AD tonight? Yeah, so I'm gonna go. Uh, I know this is going counter to what you're kind of saying, but I'm gonna go AD over 29 and a half points. Um, I know he was early fouls last game, but he's such a weird superstar. At times, he's the best player on the floor. At other times, he's only on the floor. He just he's falling all over the place. It's just it's weird watching him at times. But at the end of the day, the Lakers weren't motivated, I guess, for Game Three. Uh, Davis, this postseason has been great, following up shitty games with great ones. So uh, he's gone over thirty points in five of his last eight games. I just expect a huge night for him, especially especially early in this game. Uh, my only concern, I guess, with over twenty nine a half is this, if you know when these games have been blowouts, if, if right. he gets taken out. But, um, as we saw in game one, he stayed, he stayed in there the whole time. So even, even in a blowout, so I I would go over here. Yeah. My only worry with Dan,
0: Dan Davis is he wrecks in lap 25. But I, right. I don't know, if, you, if, you, if you, if you could avoid that, like I said, everything's different. Like they had like over 40 bench points. Marquis Morris had 19. Kuzma had 19. It's going to have to be uh, very different, um, for, uh, well, for, it's going to have to be a lot the same for Miami to pull it off again. Harry, uh, you're taking the over under here, 218.5.
1: Yeah, listen, by the way, uh, driving distance between Talladega and Orlando is pretty short, so. Anyways, oh, I'm going to okay. go over, I'm, I'm go over 218 two and a half. Yeah, let's have you mentioned 238 two games ago, 219 on Sunday. Uh, they still got to 219 on Sunday, despite the Lakers slow start in the first quarter. And in the start of the second half, they didn't score for the first four and a half minutes of the third quarter. And they still put up 219 points um, watching these defenses. I, I think they're very soft. So many layups. Are allowed on both ends. Uh, the Heat are actually shooting 50% from the field in two of these three games. Lakers are up 30 over 30 total rebounds, which is allowing a lot of second chance points, a lot of putbacks, easy baskets for bo- for uh, the Lakers. Overs the play here, I think.
0: Yes, yes, yes. All right. So those are four good picks. And hey. Against the Lodge is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The NBA Finals are here. As we just mentioned, we wouldn't have gone through that for our health. FanDuel Sportsbook is ready to support your betting needs during the NBA Finals. Has over 400 NBA betting markets, not counting tens of thousands of same-game parlay combinations with markets as granular as first-quarter player points and player to make or miss the first field goal. Are you kidding me? Harry, how are you not all over this? FanDuel Sportsbook Also has topical pregame super boosts and in-game boosts so you can continue getting the best odds and promotions throughout. Don't forget their same-game parlays, FanDuel Sportsbook, the only place, same-game parlays for the finals, where you combine multiple bets from one matchup or team into a single parlay. We talked about LeBron being the high scorer. You could take Harry's over. You could take Anthony Davis's over. You could take the Lakers minus seven and a half as the parlay kid recommends. Put them all together. Gives you lots of reasons to try FanDuel Sportsbook. But here's one more right now. New users can place their first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook risk-free and get up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. No strings attached. Place any bet you want. You win. You keep the cash. You lose. You get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit, uh, 21 or older in New Jersey, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa. Site credit is non-withdrawable, expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Or in Iowa, call one 800 Bets off. There you go. Um, wow, so much to do on Fanduel. Running out of games. To take care. Uh, take advantage of that NBA prop. NCAA football. The Red. The Red River Showdown. Right? They call this a million things, don't they? Red River Showdown. They used to call it the Shootout, right? But then people the sh- got mad, right? <laughs> they, you can't <laughs> use yeah, guns, especially especially in man. Texas. Right? Yeah, exactly. So now it's the Red River. Showdown Oklahoma wine, minus one and a half, 72 and a half over Texas. Both disappointing teams, both not making the playoff, right? If we get that far, uh, no, right? Is the Big yeah. 12 kind of done?
1: I, we haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh,
0: See state Oklahoma,
1: Oklahoma State, maybe so. Yeah,
3: done. That's true. Oh, God, yeah.
0: God will. Uh, <laughs> it's on Fox. Please, please don't be Oklahoma State. I don't want any chance. Uh, on Fox. <sighs> Do a good job with this, Spencer Rattler against your guy, Harry Sammy Ellinger. You you bring him up. Brother Bry did
3: a nice job betting Sammy Ellinger's passing yards under. What were they, Bry? Yeah, it was like. Uh... His over-under was set at like three-something this week. But that, that is another good thing that FanDuel has, has. They have these over-under props for some of the quarterbacks in, in these big college games. So that that's something to look at. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah. the, those might
0: be inflated, too, because you see these over-unders, yeah. like 70-72. You think, oh, the quarterback's going to have four or 500 yards. But by the way, we should mention, and uh, I think Van Pelt featured it on Bad Beach yesterday, that TCU game, 33-31 They took a safety at the end to put it over, and then there was a penalty, right? There was a holding call Mm -hmm. on the safety, so you thought the safety was coming back, but then we learned that the game, if it ends on a scoring play, you can't decline the penalty, so the the game is over. I don't know what the hell went on, but instead of 62.5, it went over to 64. Um, Crazy, crazy final. It was 33-29, then 33-31. Oklahoma loses to Iowa State. Harry's guy Purdy. Uh, Put that one together. Hmm. Harry, we see 72 and a half. I know I'm crazy to think this, but I'm going under. Hmm. Um, Last six years, 61 points, 93 points, 53, 85, 41, and 57. If you lose, you get hammered, 93 and 85. But I think people just, it's a foregone conclusion to go over here. I'm going under. Both ranked outside the top 20 for the second time in like 20 years. Convince me why over is a play.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, both teams are out of the national championship uh, discussion. Uh, That's where I think the defenses are just so soft. Texas doesn't know what they're doing on defense. They really don't. They gave up 56 to Texas Tech, uh, 33 to TCU, could have even been more. Ellinger, yeah, his numbers aren't huge, but he does have 14 touchdowns in terms of yards. But he does have 14 touchdowns through three games. Uh, Ratliff and the Oklahoma quarterbacks, they've got five total picks. Uh, They've only got two turnovers, I think. uh, And like you mentioned, Sal, they've given up 38-37 and the last two weeks to Kansas State and Iowa State and lost both games. I just think this is a situation where the defense doesn't show up because they're already done. They're already done for the national championship hopes. They're going to be soft. Their secondaries are so soft, playing about five to seven yards off everybody. Every single play, it seems like Purdy ripped them up too. I'm just going to go over here because I just think that without having a national championship hopes, they don't care about defense. I'm going to go over 72.
0: All right. Well, all right. I'll go on there and I'll lean Oklahoma uh, brother. Brian, I know you like uh, Oklahoma. I, I mean, it might be inconsequential in terms of the playoff, but at uh, Clatt and Gus doing this game on Fox are they're, they're fun, very underrated team.
3: I would say uh, broadcasting, but Brian, Oklahoma's a play. Uh, yeah, this is a, um, this'll be a fun game. It's actually a fun game fun weekend it's kind of the first i feel like this is a very normal weekend for college football a bunch of good games on there mm-hmm. uh but crazy yeah in a year where there's like 30 teams playing at the moment that uh, oklahoma's ranked outside the top 25 yeah. <laughs> uh usually this is a game oklahoma be like i think usually oklahoma's like minus anywhere from minus 6 to minus 8 in this type of game both teams yeah. equally as frustrating uh, both teams have been terrible on defense, but I'd take the minus one and a half. I'd rather back uh, Lincoln Riley in this in this type of game. It'll be a touchdown game, uh, but Oklahoma seems to come out on top in this series. They've won four of the last five, eight of the last 11. Um, I would just, even though, obviously, they have the experienced quarterback in Texas, I would just be more comfortable backing Oklahoma in this one. All right. Well, the Parlay kids are more comfortable backing the experienced quarterback
2: in yeah. the Cotton Bowl, right? That's That's right. This game is in Dallas. Uh, it's going to be very hot there. Uh, I believe in the '90s, on Saturday, from what I'm reading. I don't think that I don't know who that favors or who uh, has a disadvantage there. But I am taking, as Brian says, he's taking Riley as the coach. I am taking Ellinger as the quarterback here over the freshman, uh, Rattler, uh, not Ratliff, as Harry had mentioned. Oh, <laughs> okay, Spencer Rattler. Um, so I'm just going here with the quarterback. Uh, Texas should have won that game. I mean, they they had a uh, they. Their running back fumbled the ball uh, on the goal line. Uh, they should have beaten TCU, even though that wouldn't have been an oppressive win had they beaten TCU. But they should have won that game. Fumble cost them the game there. Uh, I, I don't think either team, as obviously, as you guys have mentioned, neither team is really good at this point. Uh, I just think the experienced quarterback, if you listen to Ellinger in the postgame uh, conference, he had a lot of good things to say. He really uh, self-critiqued uh, himself, critiqued his teammates. I think they show up on Saturday uh, and they beat this uh, Oklahoma team that hasn't been impressive uh, in their own right.
0: All right. There you go. That's uh, Saturday morning for the West Coasters on Fox, Oklahoma, Texas. Always a fun game. That brings us to our unsponsored segment, the Make Believe Riverboat Casino, where each week the degenerate trifecta and I set sail tackling pretend propositions related to sports and pop culture events in honor of of the 2020 Dallas Cowboys. We are gonna discuss the worst defense in sports. What is it, Ben, over the years? Is it, in fact, the 2020 Cowboys at three to one odds? Is it Tanya Harding's defense, pleading innocence? She didn't know about the beatdown. What was gonna happen? <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan, five to one odds. That's a bad defense. Uh, ben Askren against Masvidal. Um, well, <laughs> all he had to do is defend against one knee coming your and he couldn't do it, nine to one. Barry Bond's defense, his steroid defense. I've, I've seen enough before and after pictures to know that um, he didn't think he was taking flaxseed oil, as he may have claimed, 25-1, to 1, or you can go the field at my, minus 250. I think the Cowboys' defense is fresh in our heads. Parley um, kid, start us off. Is that what you're going with? For yeah, I was actually going to take
2: sports? the field at first, Sal. I was actually thinking of uh, Clemens' defense when he threw the bat at Piazza. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, he didn't have to defend himself on that. Clemens Piazza deserved it. Oh okay. He deserved it. It's too bad he just didn't hit. Him. He, he's, so, so I'm going to forget that one because he didn't really have to defend himself. I'm taking the Cowboys. Uh, my Sundays are ruined constantly because of this terrible defense that they play. I have been on. Look, now if you look at social media, people like I'm not talking about. I'm talking about good football people killing Jalen Smith now week after week you I have it. talked to, I have told you this for over over a year now going before last season Jalen Smith who's the him and uh Lawrence are the, these the two superstars on the Dallas defense they paid them like superstars. Lawrence has had a half a sack and they last 11 games. they pay him to sack the quarterback he has a half a sack and Jalen Smith if you if you know football, and you watch the film on him, he quite possibly might be the worst player in the NFL on the defensive side of the ball. He has admittedly said this defense somehow, Mike Nolan defense, and Mike Nolan, I, they should let him go at this point because it's not working out. They, the players, especially Jalen Smith, is saying the defense is too complicated. What is too complicated about hustling on the field and making plays? Yes, if you want to look at Jalen Smith's tackling, uh, stats. He makes tackles 12, 13 yards down the field constantly. Never at, at the line of scrimmage like a lot of linebackers do. It never happens. The defense is terrible. I can't watch it anymore. And Sal, it's the same thing we've been watching year after year after year. They don't create turnovers ever. They never mm. do. It's so frustrating to watch them play on the defensive side of the ball. It disgusts me. They've wasted Tony Romo, you can see the show and they're now wasting Dak Prescott years of good quarterback play mm-hmm. because of bad coaching and bad defense. Get it together, Cowboys. Soon. Enough already. All right. I'm with you. <laughs> I I know. I hate it. We go
0: I don't even know what to say. <laughs>
2: But they're going to still win the division. So and right. they're still
0: going to win the division. Yeah, we got Lauren. Mm. I don't even know if Lawrence though, is the worst defender in all of sport. Johnny Lawrence taking that kick to the face uh, is probably uh, <laughs> right right there amongst the worst defenders of all time. Um, Harry, true. you're going to go Cowboys defense also?
1: I am. It's given up the most points in the NFL, 146. It's eight more somehow than the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the corners, Daryl Worley and rookie Trayvon Diggs. They've looked so lost all season, especially on Sunday against Cleveland. And they've given up 1,800 yards of offense the last three games, given up 12 passing touchdowns. They've got, like Darren just mentioned, zero picks. Mm. Uh, And again, I I predicted Dallas for the Super Bowl, so I guess I jinxed them. They suck. They're not going anywhere, and they're not winning the division, Darren. Mm.
0: All right, Bri. I mean, it's just hard to top a
3: parlay kid's impassioned uh, speech there. Well, this is it's just terrible. a weird. this is a weird podcast because yeah, it's like the Cowboys <laughs> are terrible, but the Cowboys are gonna win the division, but we're not gonna cover the nine and a half. It's just it's a lot, a lot <laughs> and of that's that what I said. I uh, threw out a disclaimer
2: there early. It's a lot it's like year. Harry, <laughs> it's like Harry
3: on different sites, right? right One right.
2: thing, another thing. Right. It's, you know, so just pulling but it, but but Harry. But it, it,
3: it's probably all uh, true. Uh, it's probably all true. <laughs> uh but you you, i will say you guys are forgetting a couple of really good things here and i'm concerned maybe jim might have something like this too but i'm gonna go rocky and drago in rocky four when you look at the punch stats drago probably landed 1492 punches out of 1496 rocky landed i'd say 770 punches out of 850 um, Rocky was down like 40 points on the scorecards going into that final round. Uh, ref should be ashamed of himself. But nothing yeah. will, com- nothing will compare to the lack of defense in that. Um, it caused Interesting. Rocky- it caused Rocky to have brain damage, ruin the franchise <laughs> with Rocky 5. So. I think that's uh that's a easy one for me. It's so funny, Brian. I jotted down Rocky 3, the first uh fight yeah. against
0: Clubber. The first fight against Clubber, uh, but but I, I know what for both of them play, uh, uh, defensively. Uh it was a different story, but Rocky took a ton <laughs> of punches while his manager was dying, and then he lied to his manager and basically told him he won. It's like, what yeah. round, I was like you know, didn't admit that it was he just told him the round, let let Mick think uh that he won. That's fine, but he took crazy abuse. In fact, it's in all the flashbacks for uh, all the bad you're right. Yeah. Rocky was a bad fighter, I guess is what we're did, right. yeah.
3: Did he? I don't I don't think yeah. he stopped any fight in that clever length first fight. No, you're any, right. Any yeah, punch. Exactly. Yeah. Any, any, every every, pu- every yeah.
0: punch landed. He he took them all. Uh this <laughs> podcast is weird, brother Bri, because I'm gonna bring up for worst defense, Herman Long. Does anyone know who the hell Herman Long is? No, of course you don't. <laughs> he played baseball in 1892. He led the major league in errors with a thousand ninety six. Um, now some say a thousand ninety six errors. Now some say like games back then had like ten errors. There were like ten errors a game. He actually had better fielding range than most shortstops, and would get credited for an error on balls that were batted to his left or to his right that he would field. They were difficult. They were mishandled. I'm just reading. I wasn't around. By the way, you're not going to hear any other (laughs) podcast, anything on Herman Long. I dare (laughs) Rosillo. I dare Joe Rogan to bring up Herman Long. He played for the Boston Bean Eaters. Imagine playing in Boston and making 1,096 errors or 10 errors a game or whatever it is. Imagine the fans or or if there was social media back then. That would be insane. Uh, He's one of three players with 1,000 errors, and uh, I'm going with Herman Long.
1: There you go. Worst defense
0: so, of all time. Go ahead, Harry. Tell us I about
1: that. Uh, I think I, uh, I wish Derek Jeter played in 1892
0: then. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you yanked it. Yeah, how dare yeah. you, Paula, kid, talk about
0: uh, Hey, Jeter's those. just
2: winning now with the Marlins. What can I tell you? Uh, how wonder. about
0: worst defense, Don Zimmer against Pedro? What the hell is that? <laughs> That's him down That's a a good one. Just threw him right down. Uh, all right, Jim, you probably have a fun one going. You taking the field for worst defense in sports?
3: Yeah, I was looking at the field. There's the Knicks in 1962 when they gave up 100 points to uh, Will Chamberlain. It's probably <laughs> not great. That's true. Uh, Oscar Pistorius, his defense wasn't that great either. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think Dallas was, like, stuck in my head, too. The um, 1994 Texas high school playoff football game where – uh Plano, Plano oh, East, yeah. I think, hit like four onside kicks, came back, and then <laughs> kicked away with eleven seconds left to give That's up true. a ninety seven yard
0: touchdown to lose.
2: That's right. I do remember that. Yeah,
0: wow, we're game. not even the worst Dallas team. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was That's in their stadium news. though. Joel, what do <laughs> sure. we Joel's still Joel's not with us, right?
1: I'm here, buddy. A, I'm oh
0: here. you are uh, okay. What what else uh what did we miss? I know you had some fun with
3: I mean I'm as I- Bad as the Cowboys are, I, I feel like I have to take the field. Also, there's just too many. You could go Danny Almonte, not knowing his age. You could go, oh yeah, Bill Simmons, <laughs> since he actually wanted to be kicked out of a fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm actually going to go Jameis Winston when he when he stole the crabs because he said a Publix employee said, "Oh, any, anything you want, you just come take it, just take it," and uh, hmm. it's all caught on camera. Camera and yeah. uh, turned out no one told him that he just yeah. went in and took crab legs. <laughs> it's like when Harry comes over to your house and you say "Help yourself," and he <laughs> le- he just leaves with a pound of pastrami and a lamp. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> a lamp.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, a in even- my defense,
1: in my defense, I did have I did eat salads last Wednesday, and I left half my sub at the house. Didn't I, Sal? You did leave the sub at the house. Did leave yeah. The sub,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Luckily, you didn't leave that
0: shirt because what the hell else <laughs> would you do? Um, all right. There you go. That's the uh, Riverboat Casino. That was fun. Sharp Tank, foul is The Parlay Kid hit a big one yes, uh, last week between 5 and 6 to 1. The Parlay. Here's why I'm uh, a little weary about the Parlay. I know I jumped on with you, Parlay Kid, but I worry that, like, if you pick three games, one of them's not going to even play.
2: Yeah. That's know. why I'm up. That's why I'm staying. So I, I had a parlay written down, yeah, and I'm not going with the parlay this week. Okay, okay. So for the winner one, one. because I, I don't know do we even know if Jimmy G is playing this week now? Like I thought we for don't. sure he was playing, but uh, that that's why I kind of threw that uh, parlay away. More specifically, so I'm gonna just take one game here. I'm gonna take the Browns at plus 124 on mm-hmm. FanDuel uh, to beat the Colts. Uh, I know the Browns are riding high. Maybe you know, some maybe people might think uh, maybe I'm, I'm judging them on their Cowboys performance. I'm kind of just judging them on the way their football team has played in the last several weeks. Both the Colts and the Browns lost game one, and now they've won three in a row. Neither of them has beaten anybody particularly impressive, right? So the mm-hmm. Colts have beaten the Vikings, the Jets, and the Bears. It's not very impressive, right? I know the Bears were 3-0. Not very right. impressive. Um, whereas, uh, the, uh, Browns have beaten the Bengals, the Washington football team and the Cowboys this week. So neither of them is beaten, beating a real standout in my mind, but I, I like the fact the Browns are home. I like, I, I don't trust Phil Rivers with Miles Garrett chasing him around because Miles Garrett's really stepped up his game this year. He, uh, he said he wanted to be one of the top defenders in the, in the league. And he certainly looks like that. The Browns have found a nice combination. They're not asking Mayfield to do too much. Chubb is out. I love Chubb, but don't you think Hunt just now kind of carries that torch and he probably gives us uh, numbers that close to Chubb would have. Yeah. Beckham feels be good. Landry yep. feels good. They they have a nice mix. Stefanski has come in there and done a, some nice things with the Browns. Plus 124. I think that's really good value. For the home team, that's 3-1 against a Phil Rivers-led offense. Right. All right. Uh, I'll look at that in a moment. Brother
0: Bri, what's your pick? Best yeah.
3: Bet. yeah, my pick with the Bears sucked last week. Um, <laughs> I guess Foles, Foles is only good when you expect nothing from him. Um, but right. Uh, right. I, th- I think this is going to be True. another – this is going to be a week for me. This sounds like something probably a kid would do here, but I'm going to go two-team teaser – I'm going to go, I'm going to tease the Rams down to minus two and a half. I'm going to tease the Saints down to minus one and a half. As I discussed earlier, I just think the Chargers have too many injuries. It's going to be hard for them to stay in this game. And on the Rams side, the Redskins are just bad. Uh, the what? Sh- oh, jeez! I keep, why do I do this? It's amazing. Canceled. cancel can- can- I know, canceled. this Move on. This- it's ridiculous. The, the football team are mm-hmm. bad. Is the football team is bad or are bad? I don't even know. Uh, both, uh, I uh, think. <laughs> 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 uh, but they're, they're going to struggle to score against the Rams. Uh, McVay's not going to be happy with the way they the the Rams played against the Giants in that game. Um, so, But I think they they at least win by a field goal. But I will say, I am probably, this is going to be one of those weeks again, I'm going to be teasing. It's probably, I'm going to probably have te- e- tease everything, both ways. <laughs> I'll probably tease the the... The Browns up, uh, you know, so a lot of, lot of teasers happening. It's a lot of good teaser game. New England's right in that range
0: over Denver. Uh, if you like Seattle over Minnesota, you know, Arizona over the Jets, Pittsburgh, Philly, we talked about. And then the ones you just mentioned, the Rams and the the Saints are uh, right there. And maybe even Houston mm-hmm. over Jag. Did they get their first win for uh, old man Cornell? Who knows? All right, Harry, what's your best bet?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm probably just a glutton for punishment, but I'm gonna go back to college football. Auburn, my pick last week was awful from the very get go, but I'm gonna go back here. and I'm gonna take at least Miami you got a bad
0: th- line too, six and a half. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Right, right. Didn't matter, obviously. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take number seven team in the country, Miami Hurricanes. We're three and zero against Clemson. Number one, I'm going to add plus 14 and a half. Uh, I like this Miami team. Maybe they finally found the quarterback. They've never really, they've been looking for forever. De'Ara King, the transfer from Houston. Remember 2018, he had 50 total touchdowns for the Cougars. He's got six touchdowns this year, zero picks. Miami's averaging six yards a carry. Uh, Cameron Harris is averaging 8.2 yards a carry. I know it's at Clemson at Death Valley, so it's, it's very difficult to go in, but Clemson seems like they're sort of going through the motions. They sort of seem bored with their games, uh, and that could, that could... Listen, I just think Miami overall here offensively can get it done, and defensively, they got 10 sacks through three games, six turnovers. I just don't know about... Now they still have Lawrence and ATN Clemson, but Miami and this D.R. King, I think this is a different team that they've had in past years, and getting two, more than two touchdowns, I think that might be too many here. I'm taking Miami plus the 14 and a half. All right, i you know I haven't seen Heisman odds, Bry. Is it
0: is it Lawrence and then uh, the Florida quarterback Trask? Is and, that what it would
3: be? Yeah, Trask would be. Uh, uh, Trask Trask Rask would Rask be. Rask. Yeah, you'd be too. Let me, let me. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's me all right. Say, I mean, yeah. I, it,
0: it seems like Lawrence would still be favored. All right, let me go through these. Harry Miami plus fourteen half. Brother Bry Rams and Saints. I don't know. I don't like that washing team. I don't like what you call them either. I, just out of principle, I think I'm not going to go with you. But I also am not completely uh, sold on Jared Goff being back or on the road or any of that stuff. Should be better than Haskins in that game. Um, Paulie kid, I've been off on this Colts line both weeks. I thought the Bears should have been favored against yeah. the Colts. I think Cleveland should be favored against the Colts. And when I'm off by like four points like that, I, I just – I kind of have to throw it away. I mean – I know they're playing garbage teams, but three opponents, 11 points or fewer. What do they call that easy defense? Like Frank Reich is – they talk about that Colts defense, like the one defense or what? What are they called? It's like the simple – I don't know what, what they called it uh, the, the other day. There's a term for it where – Yeah, it's like we'll, a
2: one-call defense. One-call you know. defense.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But uh, I don't know. I don't trust it. I I, I also think like Rivers has the crazy uh, head case game on the road, but – I'm going to stay away from that. Harry, I'm going with you. Plus 14 and wow. a half Miami hurricanes. There you go. That'll be a fun one. I think it'll be closer. If you're getting, did you buy a half a point or it's 14 and a half on FanDuel? I right saw now?
1: 14 and a half. Uh, yes. Last night. Yes. Yeah, 14. There you go.
0: All right. 14 and a half. That sharp tank. I'm going with Harry who has been uh ice cold on his ExtraPoints.com free picks. These guys get picks <laughs> every single day. Um, he's betting on uh, drivers who crash like right out of the gate, but we're going with Miami. The hurricanes plus 14 and a half what do you guys got going on brother Bry, you're about to close out I don't want to jinx it but the Seattle storm you've been on them all yes. year I think you have them at almost five to one odds uh I have them tied with the Chiefs from yesterday oh good do they do they take care of business tonight I hope they
3: don't let down uh yeah it's it's a it's one of those I don't think I would I uh, I don't know. I, I, they're, they're favored by eight and a half, so I don't. I right. I don't think I would take them to cover. I would maybe take the over and the total tonight. Uh, these, right. these games seem to be high scoring. I have. I've been killing it still with these WNBA games. I don't know why. <laughs> I should yeah. really just focus on women's sports. I should just be like the yes the, the exactly. gamb- like ninety you're like ninety eight
1: percent on ga- women's sports gambling
3: Brian. expert for women's <laughs> sports. That's it. Um, and nothing else. Um, but yeah, at the brother Bry. Um lots of good college football uh great UFC fight on uh with uh Sandhagen and Marais uh this weekend that should be a fun one. I do like Sandhagen and that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um I don't know. Uh, Harry texted me right before this saying he was going back to California. Um mm. again mm-hmm. in another day. I'm still I just don't get it. I why don't you just stay there or live there or I mean I feel bad for you, Sal, cuz again he's going to show up. Yeah, yeah. There with, uh, like it's it's just I, I know he keeps showing it's, up.
1: It's just. Uh, what are you doing, I, Harry? Are you know. moving? Uh, our, our pal is, uh, you know, he's been set back a couple of weeks uh, from where he's going to be living at or where he's going to be uh, venturing uh-huh. to. So I'm just helping venturing bring stuff too. from Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Bring uh-huh. stuff for, of his from Phoenix back to uh, out to uh, mm. California left and right. Every Listen,
0: week. when the pay is as good as it is, what are you going to do? Yeah. You
1: say, nope? Can't beat that. Uh, you can't beat the pay.
0: All right. What else are you doing aside from uh, moving a friend? You can move 16 yeah, uh, times.
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, after uh. Yeah. A.O. Harry, I'm going to uh, be going golfing after this. Uh, I'm going to oh, go golfing. Yeah. yeah. 18 holes, a uh, real golf course. So, uh. you know, it's still 106 today. In Phoenix, Is it so really? We'll it. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So we'll see if I survive this. But uh, that does that yeah, sound good. You can go... <laughs> Go to bestbedcorner.com. Check out all my other articles. Another podcast up with the Parlay Kid this week. We had a good time uh, giving out picks. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Watching games.
0: All right. There you go. Uh, uh, Parlay Kid, does anything about golfing for four and a half hours and 106 degrees? I I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I like an hour. hour Listen, the weight's
1: coming off, guys. The weight is coming off. Let's see. Let's see your stomach. (laughs) Shh.
3: Uh, oh, yeah,
0: yeah right. it's our,
3: You know, oh boy, look at those like titties. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh my gosh. That's probably enough. Are you oh going? Are gosh. you going to be golfing in that t-shirt too? In 106 degrees? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, Jim Cunningham. Kind
0: of, <laughs> Jim can't approve of that. That's. <laughs> Jim has oh. to download that every night on, on, a, on a video. Oh it's gosh. A, it's, it's secretly, sarcastic.
1: Jim's a little. T- secretly, Jim's a little turned on. Is that
0: right? <laughs> Jim, is that a secret? <laughs> It's not a secret. People know about this.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, now, if Harry loses 60 pounds, you'll be happy to upload these videos. Like You'll be like, hey, there's my guy looking fit and trim. Uh, yeah, let's put it up, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Parley Kid. Our brother Bry is at the Brother Bry. Harry's
2: at AAO Harry yep. on Twitter. Parley Kid. I'm at the Chalk Talker, Sal. And look, one thing we didn't mention tonight how about the Yankees? What oh, the yeah. that dominating win down there in California? Uh, San Diego, wow, that's a bandbox down there. Uh, yeah. the Yankees would have hit about a thousand home runs down there in a season. Uh, the way that ball was flying out <laughs> last night, um, uh, big one, big one. Uh, they could always get Cole now back on Friday. Uh, and, and uh, for uh, if there is a game five, hopefully they take care of business before then. So, so much going on, uh, even just during the you know these regular Tuesday nights now, right? So, mm-hmm. so much to do. So much to watch. So let's have some fun. Go Yankees. Let's finish these uh, dirtbag rays off uh, quickly <laughs> as quickly as we can.
0: Go Giants. Which Giants? Oh, your Giants. Oh, uh, yeah. against the Cowboys. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Jim Cunningham, uh, the eyes are ones. Yes, sir. The eyes are still ones. That's about it. All right. Well maybe explain what the hell that means. You're at Jim Yeah at Jim
3: Cunningham on Twitter, the eyes are one, so that's
0: J one M C U N N one N G H A N and post some funny stuff from time to time, if only you could find it. I don't know. The yeah. ones and the eyes are ones. All right, and that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Watch me on Fox Bet Live Monday through Friday, five PM Eastern. Although I think we're preempted like two or three days this week. Follow us at Extra Points Pod and me at the Cousin Sal. And I'll be on the Fox pregame show Thursday with Aaron Andrews doing a comedy bit for the degenerate trifecta and Jim Cunningham. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na na na